Hi, this is Matt Welsh with SpiritualMediaBlog.com, and today I'm honored to have J. Sue Garcia, the producer and actor of the movie Spiritual Warriors. J. Sue, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Matt. I'm uh, I'm honored to be on your show, and uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful date today, Thursday. Great, yes. So, I'm curious, where did the idea to make Spiritual Warriors come from? Well, the idea came from really John Roger, who's my teacher and a teacher of a lot of people. Uh, Dr. John Roger, I call him JR because he's my buddy. But he wrote a book called Spiritual Warrior. Uh, my life has drastically and dramatically uh, influenced by two things you know, Yoda, Star Wars, uh, Joseph Campbell, and John Roger. Okay. And. Uh, and uh, some of the Bible, but mostly John Roger. And uh, he wrote a book called Spiritual Warrior, and that book was, it's not a novel, it's sort of like a self-help book, and it was really my uh, disciplining myself into spiritual warriorhood, which I know the warrior word tends to get people all frazzled that it might have something to do with violence, but it doesn't. It's it's really more of a discipline uh, bringing the warriorness of disciplining yourself into a more of a and not in not so much of an enlightened being but you know just you know clean yourself up and uh well with that said um the 20 years of being with john roger and some of the journeys he's taking over uh, i think over thousands of people have traveled with him to the, the, the egypt the middle east uh, israel and have done you know processes and have people have had amazing experiences with those travels uh we then decided to make a movie that paralleled uh my life with him and the life of many other uh, uh um students but rather than make it we decided to make it in you know sometimes it's very hard to find the individual you're representing in life as an actor. So we found Robert Easton, gave him a British accent. Robert Easton is one of the biggest, you know, um, dialect coaches. He dialect coached and helped uh, Forrest Whitaker. And Forrest, of course, went, out, uh, went ahead and won the, the Oscar for The Last King of Scotland and many, many other uh, movie stars. Robert is an untapped movie star, really. And he he looks like Gandalf, white hair and everything. So we decided to make him the ideal, you know, since people really generalize what a guru looks like, we gave him a British accent. And in, in, in the middle of the movie, he loses it as a, as a way of tricking you. Because when you put your gurus and your teachers on a pedestal, it just ruins everything. Right, right. So it's really good idea that uh, most teachers that are smart actually uh, go along, and they their job is to shoot shoot themselves down off the pedestal that you put them on, and uh, and then they end up being people just like you with the ability to just do other things, you know. Yeah. And uh, so we made this movie directed by David Rayner, and uh, produced by Rick Ojeda, myself, Sean Roger, and nineteen. Uh, uh, we spent nineteen days with ten people two cameras in Egypt and Jordan and Syria during 2004. It took about two years to finish, nine months of visual effects, and it was the most incredible experience I ever had. Um, and so, you know, uh, I still, I'm still, uh, this, this summer we're off to the East Coast. We're going to be 
touring the movie. We call it tours because John Rogers, the rock star, and people come out to see him. And they're interested in the movie, uh, you know, uh, quite surprisingly. I, I, uh, the avenue that I thought the movie was going to go ended up being its own avenue. And we have screenings in New York City. You can go on spiritualwarriors.com and hit upcoming events. We have a calendar. But we, we intend to hit Woodstock, Mystic, P, Mystic uh, Connecticut, and Cape Cod uh, this year. Uh, it's already booked. And we have various screenings around. Uh, and I hope to be in the Lalif Film Festival if everything works out. And the movie, you know, it's, some people say it's, it's had its run, but it seems to go on. It really is a movie that really works you over. It doesn't, it isn't something that you watch once and it's over. You know? Yeah, I was going to ask, what sort of responses have you gotten from the film? We get about 80% great stuff, and then every now and then someone... Uh, knocked it down, but I, I'm okay with that because it really, the movie isn't to be critically acclaimed. It is, we're not looking for critics. We're really looking for people that are open spiritually and come on a trip with us for about 99 minutes. And if you come to the movie open, you will get so much out of it. If you come closed, then that's what you leave with, you know. Um yeah. Uh, you know, as Yoda told, you know, Luke Skywalker, as he entered the dark cave, you know, you get what you take in. And, uh, and in my, in my, in my experience, and we've traveled 2007 and eight were amazing. We went all over South America, London, Europe, France, Spain. People love it, you know, and Spain is having quite, I mean, uh, France is having quite a bit of a, uh, backlash. They don't, you know, anything that is remotely occult, and not that we are a cult, but you know, if you're not in the Judaism or you know mainstream Catholic or you know something like that, then you're you're in the catalog of a cult, and then anything anybody involved with such thing can be punished. Right. So, um, but there's an underground in. Uh, you know, in most countries I've gone to, there is your local health food store, yoga, you know, everything. Everybody's open, even Israel. I mean, Israel, my first screen, screen uh, my first film festival was the, the um, Tel Aviv Spirit Film Festival, and they're more, they're more progressive than most people. And, uh, you know, there's, of course, every, every country has the fundamentalists, but uh, Israel's busting out. Every country's busting out in their freedom to really search, you know, yeah. and their freedom, and the freedom to investigate whichever way they want to, and not have to be beat up with dogmatic, you know, rhetoric. Yeah. You know, I just heard from if J.R. wrote something about the word of God. You know, God spoke, and then it was the word of God. I mean, I'm misquoting it terribly. It's in Genesis, and then he says, and then God made flesh. God made the word flesh. Yeah. He didn't make the church and he didn't make the cross. He made flesh. And, and, and that goes to show you that if, if we're going to believe the Bible, you know, and I don't necessarily, I, I just think it's a great book of, of history and you can take some of it, what works for you and what doesn't. But if you take Genesis to be true, and I do, then, then the word of God is flesh. He made us. 
So that means we are the temple. And didn't Christ say, you know, if the kingdom of heaven is inside? So, and I think all, you know, Buddha, all of them, they're, they're all in the same track going, yo, it's inside. Close your eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Kingdom of heaven is within you. Yeah. And, um, well, obviously, yeah, obviously his, his book, it sounds like it's had a huge impact on you and a lot of other people. Um, what have you learned about yourself um, after making the film? What sort of insights have you uh, gained or developed? Well, the best thing that I learned that I constantly speak at in Q&As is when the director and I had a big, you know, big fight uh, in the desert of Jordan called the Wadi Rum. It's like 110 degrees, everybody's dying. And I, me and uh, Fadl, the other co-producer, decided to go further in. We have Land Rovers, about five Land Rovers and a camera and two actors. And I'm dreaming of a shot, you know, that maybe David Living, you know, David Lean would appreciate from Lawrence of Arabia. That's where they shot it. And we go further in. The director says, you know, I'm hungry. I want to go one more hour and then we're going back. And it took one hour to find it, but then we got lost. Okay. And there was a big mutiny in the middle of the desert. Everybody was against me except for a couple other guys. And it was like, no, it was literally like a takeover. Like, I'm Christopher Columbus. We're halfway across the Atlanta, and there's a mutiny before I get to the the Americas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, what? So I collapse, and I get in the Land Rover, and and I leave. And we're on the way on the way back, I'm having a conversation in my head with John Roger. And he's telling me in my head, uh, he's, he's telling me in my head a conversation. I'm literally in the living room in my house and we're talking and he's asking, Hey, how was it? How was the shoot? And I'm, yeah, I think it was fine. Uh, did you get everything you wanted? And I would say, well, um, kind of, well, what happened? He would say, and I would say, well, you know, I had this thing with David Rain. I really didn't get what I want because he was hungry. And I really, he said I broke an agreement. And so I didn't really get what I wanted. And then I heard, well, that's your problem. <laughs> and at, at that point, I said, stop the car. Wow. And then I, I did an offensive attack where I just said, you're all fired. Give me the camera. Wow. That's what happened. And they capitulated and, and then did it my way. We found a beautiful dune. I don't know if you saw the movie in, yeah, in one of the dune areas. I'm walking across kind of like a Lawrence Arabia scene. Yeah. It's, it's sun setting and the sun is the sun's making the sand red and I'm in silhouette. It was, a, and I'm dressed up like a, a prince, you know, like, you know, a Bedouin prince or a Hashemite prince from Jordania, from Jordan. And uh, it was the most beautiful scene, I, I think, uh, in a montage. The director wouldn't speak to me for two days. Um, everybody, you know, I, I, was, I was cold. And then finally when we got home, uh, we looked at the dailies, and they loved it. And I explained to the director and everyone, you know, my process internally. And they said, well, we, he, they all said uh, they wished 
I would have shared with them the process. Instead, I yelled at them and said, they're fired and get the hell off the bus. Oh, my gosh. And what I ended up learning from it is it's very hard for me to collapse now. I have a very – and I get tested. You know, like I just got tested recently. But it's really about are you going to follow – not ego-wise, but are you following this intuitive connection that you have with your guide spirit? Yeah. That, And I don't mean a voice that's telling you, go kill John Lennon. Yeah. You know, it's a voice. Yeah. It's really God talking because if it isn't love and it's not about caring, then that's the wrong voice. You, you should be listening to a voice that is about upliftment. If it's got anything where you're hurting someone, that's not what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I get what you're saying. This intuition that that is, you know, really strong inside of you that is the one that says, "Yo, you're out of you're out of line. Uh, apologize or don't go out tonight. Stay home." You know, those little yeah. things that we numb because we want to get drunk or we we ignore, you know, or we numb some way or another. A lot of us knew it when we when we were younger. We were really connected to it, and then it kind of went away. Yeah, yeah. You know? That was one thing that that was one part of the movie that I found to be pretty fascinating and interesting was you really do see this contrast of light and darkness. And the movie really doesn't shy away from confronting like the darkness. And I was just sort of you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but just kind of curious what your thoughts are on confronting darkness versus light in one's own spiritual journey or maybe some of the messages that you found in the movie? Well, you know, when it comes down to it, you know, God has his foot in both dark and light. There is, if everything is from God, then darkness is from God. Yeah. And it's here for us to learn from it. Um, so that means... Do you need to confront? I would say it's it's not a bad idea to look at yourself. That's the worst darkness. There isn't like a demon out there. It's really you. Yeah. And, you know, there is no such thing as hell except your hell in, in your mind. Yeah. Um, uh, but the Dante's infernal hell is not, it's not what I'm talking about. That's a, that's something in the astral realm. And, what I'm talking about is the soul realm. Yeah. You know, all those, you know, demons and all that fairy stuff comes from the astral realm, which is right real close to the physical realm. Yeah. So it's not really hard to go see, you know, little shadows and spook yourself at night. But um, things that, you know, you got to remember that your soul and your spirit is powerful than anything out there. Yeah. You're a God. You are the almighty God. A piece of you is of him is or her is inside you. Yeah. So there's nothing that dominates you. There's nothing that is bigger than you except what you make it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And if there's darkness there, then why don't you go in there and bring it, bring it some light. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, I completely get that. That was one that was one message that I really could pick up on when I saw the movie was that whole aspect of bringing light to darkness, and I thought that was it was so cool watching the movie 
how you shot that, and you could sort of see that from different um, the special effects and the cinematography. I thought that was a really, really cool aspect of the movie. Um, and I'm just kind of curious along those lines. Like, again, I think it's so great that you guys made this movie because I think, like you said, people around the world are hungry for a deeper meaning and I think spirituality. And I was so happy to see this movie because I think that Hollywood is slowly embracing these types of movies. Um, but I'm just curious, what sort of advice would you have for actors or producers or writers who want to create um, spiritual movies? Don't bore people. And the other thing is, you as no matter, look, um, I really hate it when I get labeled. You know, I, I, I've been in, all, in six film festivals, and I'm not allowed to compete, and I know I could win because they don't have a category for us. But we don't need to be categorized. You know, what, you know it's, it's a, it's a, it has spiritual, you know, connotation. It has the feel, and it has inspiration. But it's a movie made by an artist. Yeah. So never forget that a director, filmmaker, you cannot, do not lose the art form of making a movie. You, you have to have story and you have to have some technique. And, of course, I had none. And you just hire good people around you and you follow your intuition. You know, I, you know, immerse yourself in great filmmakers like Orson Welles, Spielberg, and watch how they made movies and they make mistakes. And, you know, and then, and then, and then go for it. The, the thing about it is be bold. I mean, there's a great quote when I saw Alexander the Great, the movie, it said, fortune favors the bold. Yeah. And it, fav- it doesn't favor the, the slug on the couch. <laughs> it's true. You know, fortune favors, you know, the man and woman and child that really, leads and goes forward and not to say there's anything wrong with the silent ones that I call them the silent ones, the ones that are really holding silently, but they do their, their job diligently. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, Jay I really appreciate you taking the time um, to be here for us today. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts or remarks that you want to leave us with? Yeah, just check out, you know, johnroger.org, john-roger.org, or spiritualwarriors.com, or msia.org. Um, uh, please, what helps me is if you buy my movie, you can also buy it on amazon.com. We do not have this. We're our own distributors. Amazon's been amazing. So as an as a, as a artist and as a filmmaker trying to do spiritual films, and I mean, I would call films that mean things, because I think Matrix is a spiritual film. I think Star Wars is. So I think there are films that, what I mean, when I mean by spirit, I mean they mean things. So I would say to the artist, you know, go on and make movies that mean things, because that is the medium today, the medium of, 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 of a visual that can inspire someone that's watching on, on television and and they got to do something with their lives, you know. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, and I also agree with Jesus. Go out and buy the movie, watch the movie. I really liked it. And I was so happy that you guys made this. So um, thanks again for being with us today. Thanks again, Matt. Thank you, everyone out there. God bless. All right. God bless. Bye-bye.